Jordan Murdoch, and you're listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. Alright, so what is going on guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by Carolina Hurricane Jordan Martinook. Jordan, how are you today? I'm doing good, how are you? Good, doing really well. So, during your first two years when you were with the Coyotes, you were led by then-captain Shane Doan. What was he like as a leader for a young guy like you just starting out in the league? Um, well, he's everything you can for more. He, he taught you... Um, taught me so much on the ice and luckily enough I got to play on his line for um, a, a lot of that two years so um, yeah he's, he's just knows how to treat people I, every time I talk about Shane it's just the ability that he had to connect with people and it didn't matter if you were his teammate a trainer equipment manager the guy that you see when you park your car he was uh, he was just he knew everybody's names and uh, just truly cared about everybody. I, I really admire him for that. Yeah, and obviously we know about his prowess on the ice, but this off-ice persona seems to almost supersede his great performance. Like what you were saying, you know, I've heard from guys in Arizona about how he, how he like you said, how he treats everyone with so much dignity and respect. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, you probably can't find a nicer guy in hockey. Um, I, I've yet to come across a nicer guy and would do anything for you. And um, I feel like that's kind of what what you, uh, when you think of good people and good leaders, donors, obviously, but probably the first name that comes to mind. Yeah, so we recently saw the return of hockey to Maine in the form of the Maine Mariners of the East Coast Hockey League. You played as a part of the Portland Pirates in the American League before they moved in parts of three seasons. How is Portland for you as a player, and what makes it such a special hockey town? Um, for me as a player, it was, uh, it was awesome because got, I got to develop down there. Um, and then just living in the city of Portland is something that uh, me and my wife talk about probably once a month for sure, is just how, uh, how much we love that city and um, just the... The food, the nightlife, the, just being on the water—it's uh, it's something that um, not a lot of not a lot of places can say they have. For and being a smaller city is um, was something that um, yeah, it, Portland is top notch. You can't you can't beat it. Yeah, so the Hurricanes did something special in 2018 and 2020 to honor their heritage as the Hartford Whalers, having Whaler Night. You were a part of both of them. What were those nights like for you, and how was the atmosphere different than other games? Um, I, I wouldn't say the atmosphere was crazy different, but um, being able to wear the Whalers jersey, it's just such a, such a unique, unique jersey, and um, we got to... I feel like all my buddies and my family. That was uh, that was a hot ticket item. Everybody wanted one of those. Um, we uh, we uh, for sure we enjoyed playing in those games. And whenever you can honor honor your the past players and the past uh, heritage of your team is is really cool. Yeah, I remember how hard it was for me to get one of those for a while uh, when when I wanted to get one. For uh, for my birthday, and that was that was a really big thing. So I can imagine how that was a hot ticket item, especially in the city of Raleigh and beyond. 
Um, there was a very unique storm surge that you participated in with Evander Holyfield last season where you sparred with him. Where did the idea for this particular celebration come from, and when did you get involved? Um, well, we, we found out uh, kind of the afternoon of the game that uh, Evander was going to come and, and kind of speak with us before the game. And, uh, we had obviously we had obviously had another another thing planned, um, and then when I came to the rink, uh, Justin Williams kind of grabbed me and he said, um, "Hey, we're do we're going to do this thing tonight. You'll know what it's all about before the game. Um, you'll clue in." Um, and he did, he wasn't really telling me about it, so I was very confused. And then obviously Evander came in and kind of gave us a pregame speech, and then. Willie, after after he talked, he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna box with them after after the game if we win." And luckily, we won. And um, I don't think it was much of a sparring; it was more of a getting knocked out. But <laughs> it was, yeah, it was cool to, to be able to say that I did that and um, be able to even just shake the hands of that, of that guy. He just his hands are in pockets, and um, they've definitely inflicted a lot of pain over the years. So it's uh, it was it was really cool, and I was uh, happy. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching that live, and I I can only imagine the 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 technique and the planning that went into it. But now, you, what you're telling me sheds new light on the whole experience with Mister Game Seven, Justin Williams coming in and saying, "Hey, we're doing this thing. Just be ready for it." Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of uh, put together pretty quick, but it was an easy one to do just because uh, he. Uh, he, he uh, that's all what he was all about. So it was it was definitely an easy one to, to think of. Yeah, so you are the Energizer Bunny of the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, always peppering people with energy. Uh, I know I'm a pretty lively guy. Where do you derive this limitless supply of fire from? I think I'm just I just love what I do. It's uh, not many people get the opportunity to play in the NHL and to. Uh, to hang around with 20, 20 year buddies every day. And, um, I don't know. I just, I love being able to go to the rink. I, I think that the day that you kind of lose the fire, take it for granted, it's gonna, you're gonna kind of lose, lose the passion. And, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I have a lot of, a lot of passion for it. And I truly love, love what I do. And if I can, um, help, help my teammates get involved or try and pump them up any way I can, it's, uh, it's something that I've kind of done my whole life, and um, yeah, I, I, some some guys might uh, might think I'm over the top, but it's the way I do it. Nobody's really told me that they don't like it, so I'm gonna keep keep doing what I do. And that's really a special thing about you, Jordan, because you always, no matter what's going on, you always have that little spark, and you you're bringing everybody into it. You're bringing everybody the energy level up in the locker room. And one guy that you really bonded well with, uh, a video actually recently came out from the NHL that I wanted to talk about, uh, exhibiting your special friendship with Andrei Svechnikov. Uh, the Mr. Svechnikov video came out. Um, I remember seeing that for the first time, and I really wanted to know how that kind of friendship formed with you and Andre. you know, you kind of taking him under his wing, having been in the league a little longer than he has. Take us through the the process of you and Andre's friendship. Uh, well, it, yeah, like you said, he was he was eight, eighteen years old the first uh, the first 
time I met him, um, and he's playing in the NHL. He's coming from junior hockey. He's, you could tell he was a little scared slash nervous. So um, I, I think it was before our first game we ever played together. I just I, I had something different that I did last year um, with him, and then he this year he's like Marty, I want to change it up. So that's when the Mr. Svechnikov thing came about. But uh, yeah, I just it was all about just trying to make him feel part of it and comfortable. And, And that's and you obviously worked your magic really well. Whatever you did last year and this year has worked wonders. I mean, Andre's going off in the in the score sheet. He's got the Michigan lacrosse style goals. I mean, whatever you're doing to pump his tires is really helping the bunch of jerks. Yeah, yeah. As long as you keep him loose and keep him laughing, and he's gonna he's gonna be one of the best players in the league for a long time. So if he looks back on his first years and. Yeah, and that and that and I think that's a feather for the whole league's cap and the whole Carolina Hurricanes organization. Um, I know uh, news just came out this morning or recently that the Carolina Hurricanes got a new affiliate in the American Hockey League with the Chicago Wolves. What's your reaction to seeing this new affiliate, and how is it a change from previous affiliations you've seen over the years? Yeah, I, I honestly I just seen it too, so I don't know a whole lot about it. But uh, um, obviously the the organization wanted to make a change, and um, I know Chicago's always kind of had been at the top of the American League. So um, if you you can, we've kind we're trying to build a winning culture uh, up top, and then if your American League can have a American League team can have a winning culture, it's just uh, you keep that kind of winning winning mindset throughout the whole organization and then hopefully that you can get the big prize exactly the big prize being lord stanley and you keep the winning mindset going jordan is there anything else you want to say to our listeners uh no just thanks thanks for having me and uh sorry it took so long but uh yeah glad we got the, the interview jordan thank you so much for the time really appreciate it